When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've been in rugby league since I was seven years old from Kanamala. I've been lucky enough to use my business background to parlay in to be in rugby league for the last 30 something years as a CEO. But at the end of the day, it's, it's about I love the game, I love what I'm doing. Yeah, that's the man who is now the interim CEO of the West Tigers. He will put his feet under the desk. No doubt he has started already, Sats. Shane Richardson. Um, uh, you you worked with him at the Panthers. You played under his yep. leadership. Good operator. As a South yeah. Sydney fan, I want to thank him for doing his bit to give us uh, a premiership in 2014. And will history repeat itself third time in a row? He's joining us now on Sports Day. Shane Richardson, congratulations on the appointment. Thanks very much, fellas. Appreciate it. Now, Richo, what is it about you? I mean, you're about to go into semi-retirement and... And all of a sudden, the bat phone rings. And what is it with you and clubs that need an SOS? Um, look, man, I've had a few opportunities over the last few years. I never really, I mean, got out of South, but I just needed to have a break and started my company up, Rich Fidget, with my son Brent, which has been really good and cathartic and loved it. But, uh, you know, I, I wasn't really interested in most other things because, I mean, the crucial thing about taking over clubs, you've got to have power and control to be able to do the things you need to do to turn things around. And, uh, that starts at board level, so um, I would never have considered it um, in the past um, with, with West Tigers. But um, when they came to me and explained what they were going to do, and uh, I really only knew last about this last Thursday, you know, it's a chance to take a team from the bottom to the top, a great club like West Tigers, and try and pick up the second premiership. Um, and, and I felt good about it. I spoke to my son and my family, and, uh, and I, I they want to you anyway. Know, I told them I'd, I'd do it for interim six months and. And see how we feel and, and go from there. But in that six months, I've got you know the power to be able to make the changes and that needed to be done within the club to set it up for long term. Now you've been in this position before. You of course when you came from Brisbane with Langy to go to the Cronulla Sharks, they became financial financially viable and minor premiers in '99, and then you go to Penrith in 2000, end of 2001, 2002, win a comp. You go to South and do the same. So. When you weigh them all up, and I heard the press conference today, when you weigh them all up, you feel as though the West Tigers are in a, a much better position. What do you mean by that? Is that financially, oh, no commercially? Well, well, let's just have a look. at Cronulla was in liquidation when John and I went there. Mm. When they're on the bottom of the ladder in liquidation, and they didn't know they were going to survive for the next month. So, I mean, it's a different... And then, you know, in, in Hull and England, they were releg- in a relegation zone and, you know, bottom of the ladder and all the rest of it. So... Yeah, Penrith were wooden spooners. Never forget that. People do seem to forget that when we took over. And um, but but they had money, mate. At the end of the day, they had money. Uh, Cronulla never had money. South had no money when I went there. We had to go through the drama of you know revitalising the club through Russell's ownership, which was so important. We couldn't have done it without him. But when you go to West Tigers, mate, you get a situation with an enormously strong uh, Leeds club, great training facility, a squad that needs to be built on, a quality young coach going forward. Um, Mate, there's not too many negatives. People seem to think there's negatives because they want a wooden spoon, but that's, as you know as well as I do, that can change overnight. And uh, if the attitudes and ethos is right, and uh, 
I think I, I think there's the making of a good club there. Well, I, I love where you said you hate the word rebuild because so do I. Because you're not going to basically just strip no. the place back bare and start again. You've got some really good people that are in their mm. positions there. What so what is the the immediate focus, Richo? From a probably more so from a rugby league point of view because that's where the fans look and they say we want wins. So what's the immediate focus there? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing you've got to do, mate, you, you, to win games, you need a good coach and and you need to put systems around that coach that support him and make him feel comfortable to be able to do his job. And that's really, really important. And make sure that he's focusing on what he has to do and not involved with a whole lot of bushfires that happen around the club mm. um, that he needs to get involved with. And that's what I do, mate. I, you know, I'll allow Benji to do his job, be the coach he wants to be, make the decisions on the team. Certainly, as I said today, you know, tighten up what we do in recruitment, tighten the way we do recruitment. Certainly tighten up leaks in the club and the bullshit that goes on with that. Um, just make things more like a real footy club, and then make Benji and the, and the squad have got to work towards you know uh, um, you know winning games, and and that's you know that's I can't well, I can't do that for them, but what I can do is make jo- Benji's job as easy as possible to be able to focus in on doing the job. Richard, how important is and I see that they appointed a, a role uh, around that general manager of of rugby league role. How important is it for a CEO to to have a, an astute general manager of rugby league that, that acts as a bit of a buffer to the, the football department? Well, one of the problems you've got, mate, and that's why I went, I went back to South the last time when I was the NRL to go back. I said, Russell, we, we need to set up a system where, like the American NFL and, and English soccer, where you've got somebody running the administration is really good at that, and then somebody running the football. I was a bit fortunate because I was good on both sides. I had football knowledge and I had it, but there's very few CEOs in the game that's got that. So you've got to set up a structure where that football department can operate really cleanly without interference. And at the same time, you've got to have an engine on the other side producing the money. And they don't always cross over. Mm. Um, and I think that's one of the fallacies in the game today is that people are trying to make, you know, square pegs in round holes. And, uh, you know, and, and I, I think that that's the crucial part about it. You've got to have a close look at it. The other thing people always forget, mate, is that, you know, really, if the word football club is at the front of it, it's not an accounting club. It's not a, a sponsorship club. It's not. A, it's, a, it's a football club. And the first thing you've got to focus in on making football successful. Yep. Yeah, I love that. Mm. Hey, Richo, um, no doubt you've seen the report with the recommendations. Uh, can we ask how many things are on the list or how many are a priority for you? Mate, the answer is I have not seen the report. Uh, I knew of the, the, the uh, governance changes that have happened. Um, but I have not actually read the report yet, mate. So I'll read that. Um, and the KPI, well, obviously, this is a big part of it, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go over that. I don't start till the 2nd of January, so I, I want to sort of get on to things that I need to deal with straight away and, and let the board handle that at the moment. In saying that, Richo, seeing you haven't seen it, which is interesting, and, and it doesn't surprise me with you because you've been in this position not only in rugby league but in business as well, but have you got a bit of a management blueprint when you go into these situations yeah. that you just say, okay, I've got my checklist, I know what I've got to do? Yep. Yeah, I do, mate. I do have that. I mean, the first thing is I never go into a club, you know, thinking about sacking people. I want to go into a club and see sometimes the people are, are much better at their job than people give them credit for. They're just the systems they've worked on that haven't been successful. So I don't bring my own people into clubs. Uh, maybe Laney and I, coaching boys, <laughs> on one or two occasions. Uh, but, the, uh, but as far as everything else goes, mate, I don't, I'm not going into the change. What I am going in there to do is to change systems around to make it workable, Things that I know work properly, um, communication that I know works properly, control, you know, control and tightening of things, and 
recruitment and everything else. I'm not about spending money. I'm I always I've got a great saying and and I mean it. I mean you you play just as well on rump steak as you do on fillet. So and I think we've got a bit of fillet involved at the moment. We just got to make sure we tighten it up and make it a really tasty rump. Now <laughs> there's a there's a young man that's on the and I heard your comments and I love the way that you, and how the high praise you gave to to Jerome Lewis. Not only as a rugby league player but as a human being off the field and how important he is to a club now. You brought a, a young man who plays a lot like Jerome Luai and vice versa, Preston Campbell to the to the Panthers in two thousand and three, and he was so important to our to the playing group. How important is Jerome getting him to the club in ensuring that this club tastes success sooner rather than later? Well, the first thing is, mate, you can't pull all the eggs in one basket. I mean, the Tigers in you know they've chased a lot of people over the period that I've been watching them without success. Um, but the crucial thing about Jerome Luau is that, is that, you know, I just know the quality of human being he is and the quality of leader he is and, more importantly, the talent he is. So, yeah, of course it's important, mate. Everybody, if you haven't got a, spy, a strong spine, you can't win. It's simple as that. You've got to get a strong spine. We've got a great young kid coming through at fullback. Uh, Dewey's still out with that. I think Dewey's a really outstanding 5'8". I really do. Um, and But he's not going to be back until June next year. Um, you brought in Bud Sullivan. You know, he's got to prove himself in that half role. But, the, yeah, to bring in a luau, mate, really makes that spine look special. Um, and But, you know, at the end of the day, you do your best. You make the offers and um, hopefully it comes along. But uh, I think that uh, – I'm not trying to – I would have John Jerome Luau in that club tomorrow and I'll be doing everything I can to bring him to the club. You're not the only one. I think a lot of he's people love – He's the most important part. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, we're chatting to Shane Richardson on Sports Day, the interim I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you an exclusive this afternoon, too. Here's an exclusive for you. We'll take We've it. We've actually withdrawn our offer. We've withdrawn our offer from Adam Fanua Blake. Okay. Okay. And, and and why is that, Richo? Is that just based on the salary cap, or is it more a bit of a research around the player? Oh, no. I know he's a great player. He's one of the top three front rows of the game. But, mate, you know, you know, we've got a really good – our forward pack's really strong. And we can add for that through our young players coming through, and um, but and we've got a really great young half coming through too. But and we don't want to seal that off. But you know, I, 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 we need flexibility in our cap to be able to do things that we need to do to make us stronger now. Um, and uh, and from that point of view, it's in my opinion, and and also Benji's opinion, because I wouldn't do it without Benji. But you know, it's not anything to do with that. It's to, everything to do with where we need to focus our attention on. I love the way you just keep including Benji in all your conversations, Richard. Have you had a have well, you had a, have you had a good chat to him at yeah, all? Yeah, I've had a really good I've had a really good chat with him this afternoon, and you know we, you know we like you know we I think we've got a good rapport straight away, and he knows where I what I think, and you know and he, I know what he thinks, and uh, and uh, you know it, it's give man you can't you can't make at the end of the day, mate. Benji Marshall decides is, is the most important thing whether we win or lose on Saturday, on Sundays, and. So you can't bring players into the club that he doesn't want or staff into the club that he doesn't want or, or whatever it is. He's got to have a say in what's going on. And certainly with players, mate, I, I'd never, I've never brought a player into a club yet that, 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 uh, that the coach didn't want. Mm. I mean, we, we'll have discussions and things about it and throw it back and forth. But when it gets down to the crunch and the coach says, look, mate, I don't want him, well, then he's not going to come. So it's as simple as that. All right, take it easy on the bunnies, could you, for us? Don't go too hard on them. Uh, well, mate, I don't think the bunnies are special to win it this year. I really do. I think, you know, I think last year was a bit of a hiccup, but they fixed the, the challenges and they brought, a, you know, probably one of the best players in the game into the club. And you know, providing they keep well, I mean, they need to get some guru. The guru is involved. The god who overlooks Penrith. 
and stops yeah. any injury happening to anybody. Yeah, they know. need one of those clouds to come over uh, over south because <laughs> you know that, that the injury run last year was horrendous, and it was. I just cannot believe how often Penrith don't have injuries. Must mm. be that fresh mountain water sats. Is that <laughs> what it is? <laughs> as, as I they think call it's it? forty three degree. Yeah, the Nepean doctor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shane Richardson. I, I remember Gary used to say, "Oh, I used to, I used to say, Gary, I said, mate, there's a breeze coming." He said, "No way, don't we sat on it, make it hotter." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, good luck with the role, mate. We do appreciate your time. And Congratulations. We've, we've had so many fans contact us here at SEN, just so happy about the decisions that were made yesterday. And I tell you what, you've got some St. George fans nervous because they now think they're going to get the wooden spoon because the West Tigers are on the rise, Richo. Yeah, well, it's a, look, mate, it's always a challenge, but uh, yeah, you play football to win and uh, we'll be going out to win every game again next year. Absolutely. Congratulations and thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Richard. Thanks, boys. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye.